0: Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Jordan Experience. I am Jordan Torrey. Thank you so much for joining us today. And man, I told you yesterday, um, if you didn't hear yesterday's podcast, I did the podcast of Getting Even with Dad right here on the Jordan Experience. If you have not checked it out, check it out wherever you listen to your podcast this week or should I say the very next day. I decided to do another movie. I'm still locked in the house here in Oklahoma City still snowing. And well, it's not snowing anymore, but I'm still locked in the house from the snowstorm today. So I decided, you know, what what's a better idea than just working on my podcast and just working on a bunch of movies. And I still have some more ideas that I'm going to do um coming up, but this week I decided to do Richard Jules. And if you've not seen Richard Jules, Richard Jules came out in 2019 right before um the pandemic outside. And I saw the movie in theaters and then I've seen the movie now at home about three times. And I will say this, I will say that I'm not, I will watch, I will re-watch movies, but as much as I've watched Richard Jules, the things they did to this man, the things that they did, the things they did to his mother is horrific. And I'm going to break it all down for you right here today's movie. Um, the director of this movie is Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood did a phenomenal job with this movie. Uh, it's based on a true story. It is called Richard Jules, and what Richard Jules is about is about a bomb that went off in Centennial Park, but in 1986, he worked uh, at a, a, uh, at an office, and he was did a supply store kind of guy, and he ran the 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 errands and ran the supplies for the office and stuff like that. And he met in the movie Watson Bryan. Watson Bryan is an attorney there at the place that Richard Jules worked at in nineteen eighty six. And he's played by Sam Rockwell. And Watson Bryan in this movie was he, he plays the attorney. And if you go back and you if you've seen some of his interviews about Richard Jules, you'll understand that he was the voice for Richard Jules. Richard Jules was a nice kind of guy. He was a, a caring guy. He wasn't a mean guy. He was an in-your-face kind of guy. He was just a laid-back guy, and he kind of needed a mouthpiece kind of guy. And this guy, Watson Bryan, did that for him. He did that for Richard Jules, and I and I will explain all that coming up in the movie. But in 1986, and after a little while... Uh, Richard got a new job. He worked at uh, Piedmont College in 1996. He was a security guard there. Eventually he got fired from that job because of the way he treated the um, the students there. Um, they didn't like what he was doing or things like that, so the dean of the school fired him. Um, he fired him. He, he fired Richard Jules' because of the way he treated the students, and that happened. So then Richard got a job at uh, for the 1996 Olympics coming up. It was one of the first ones um, that they've had back in the United States because most of the time the Summer Olympics is done in a different country or something like that. And well, this year we were supposed to get the Olympics, but we didn't get it this year. Um, because of the pandemic outside. Um, but they're supposed to happen this year. But uh, I look forward to that. But in 1996, it was one of the biggest thing that ever happened in Atlanta, Georgia, was the Olympics. And Richard got a job there. And he was doing security guard work in the movie. And Richard Jewells is played by uh, Paul Walter. Paul Walter was... He played Richard Jules in the movie. And if you've seen the 60-minute interview with the real-life Richard Jules, and I encourage you to go listen to it, you, what you saw in the movie isn't what everything that you've seen. You didn't see the real, the, the real interviews, the things like that. And when I say this movie was a tragedy, it was a tragedy. Because 110 people were injured on that day. They were injured. They were hurt. They were, people were killed on that day. All because someone was, was didn't know, didn't know what was going on. Did not know what was going on. Didn't know what to do. But at the time, Richard was that. So the first day Richard was there, um, his mama came out. His mama is played by C- uh, Kathy Bates. Her name in the movie is Bobby Jules, and he, Bobby and Richard were like best friends. Richard lived with his mother, cared for his mother, took care of his mother, provided for his mother, loved his mother. They were best friends. You weren't going to break those two apart. But in this movie, as time went on, the, uh... Uh, they did a concert that night. and Richard was working it and his mother was there too. And then the very next night, he, Richard didn't feel that well. He said in the movie that he didn't feel well and he was kind of feeling under the weather and he was going to call in that day. But he decided no, that he was cop for cop and he wanted to help people and he wanted to do the right thing. And he went to work that night. And he didn't know what was going to happen, and he didn't know what was going to be said or anything like that. And a little while later, he was at the, close to the back of the tower, and he saw this specific, uh, suspicious package, and it was a backpack, and it was under a bench. And he was trying to tell people that, man, there's, there's something suspicious, and it's bad, and I think we should check it out. And nobody would listen to Richard Jewell. Nobody would listen to what he actually had to say. All because he was this nice guy trying to do the right thing, and people bit his head off. They didn't believe him. They didn't care about what he thought. They just thought, oh man, he's just a of par- par- doughboy Or a fatso, or a guy that didn't know what he was talking about. He just wants to be a cop, and he's a security guard, and he's a nobody. And really, deep down inside, he was a somebody and they did. A little while later, a few minutes later, a call came into 911 saying there was a bomb in Centennial Park and you have 30 minutes. You have 30 minutes. They finally found this assistance package. The bomb squad guy was there. He looks at it and says there's a bomb. You need to get 100 feet perimeter. And Richard Jules was standing there backing people up, yelling and screaming, Back up, back up, there's a bomb, there's a bomb. And again, nobody would have listened to Richard Jules. And 110 people got hurt that day. 110 people got hurt that day. As the movie continues to go along, the very within the next couple of hours, Richard Jules was considered a hero. They made him a hero. He was on the Today Show. They wanted him to write a book. They wanted him to do all of these things. But within a couple of hours, within a couple of days, they went from him being a hero to him being the number one crime suspect in the bombing of the Centennial bomber. And I have a problem with this. FBI comes knocking on your door comes knocking on your door and says hey Richard you know we, we need you to come down to the field office and and uh, we want you to do uh, this kind of like safety video and everything and there, there's a red fly right there red fly hey that be comes knocking on your door hey yeah we need you to come down here and do this video hell no I'm not coming to do this video have you lost your mind I am not coming to do it but he did Richard Jules decided to do it he goes down to the office he goes down to the office, the FBI headquarters, and he goes in there and they said, oh yeah, we're going to read your Miranda rights and we want you to do this and that. And he said, no, I think I better call my lawyer. And then all of a sudden things changed because he called Watson Bryan. And as I told you at the beginning of this movie, Richard Jules is the nicest guy you'll ever meet. And Watson Bryan is this guy that he's the mouthpiece for Richard Jules. Because Richard Jules is this nice guy, this sweet guy. His mama thought he was a hero. I thought he was a hero. And I still think he's a hero. Do I think he saved people's lives? Absolutely. And then you got the FBI guy, Shaw. He comes in there and says, oh yeah, we know that you did it. Tom Shaw is the head of the FBI At that time, and claimed that Richard Jules was the bomber on Centennial Park. You got any evidence? You got any witnesses that I actually did it? No, you don't. But Tom was determined to have him be the bomber. As time went on, he said, I need to call my attorney. Watson Bryan was his attorney now and said, hey, you know, you don't talk to anybody. You don't say anything. You don't do anything. You follow my lead from here on out. He went to Richard Jewell's house that night after he got done um, at the police station. He, He called his attorney. His attorney called him back and says, no, this interview is over. And told him to leave and told him to go home right then and there. Right then and there, you go home, it's over. As he went home, Watson Bryan went over to his house and asked Richard Jules. He looked him in the eye and said, did you do it? Are you the bomber of Centennial Park? Richard Jules says, no. If you watch the 60-minute interview from, from Richard Jules and before the movie, you could see in his eyes that he didn't do it. But people still didn't believe him and especially Tom Saw. But you're probably thinking, "Well, how did they go from this person, to the number one suspect, Richard Jules?" Well, I'm about to tell you how he did. Kathy Strugs is the reporter of the newspaper played by Olivia Wilde. And what she did in this movie is she was the news reporter, she wrote a story, she went to the FBI, Tom Uh, Tom Shaw said hey do you have any suspects and he says yeah it's Richard Jules as a security guard wrote a story in the newspaper and that's how Richard Jules became the number one suspect because one person opened her mouth and wrote a story in the newspaper and said nope it's Richard Jules he's the number one suspect and we're just going to haul him in here and we're going to take over his life I got a news flash for you people no Just because someone writes something in the newspaper doesn't mean it's true. Do you have any witnesses? Do you have any evidence? You don't. So I don't know how you can actually say that about a person. And you don't have any evidence about this person. Only, Only because of Kathy. Because she wrote a story in the newspaper about Richard Jules. But I'm here to tell you, actually in this movie, as the time went on, Tom Shaw was determined that Richard Jewell was the guy, was the bomber. He would go to his house. He did a full investigation of his house, looked into his house, searched his house for evidence, took all his guns. He lived in Georgia. He probably had about 20 guns lined up and ready to go. He probably had 20 guns there. And his attorney... Watson Bryan told him before the before the FBI got there, do not talk, do not say a word. Do not talk and do not say a word. And what do you think Richard Jules did in that movie? He opened his mouth, he started talking to the FBI and said, oh yeah, come on in, come on in. If you guys need help with anything, no, you keep your mouth shut. And you do what exactly I tell you to do and don't talk. Watson Bryan was... I think, was one of the best attorneys you could think of. And if he was still an attorney today and I needed an attorney and he lived in Oklahoma, man, he would be my attorney. He would be my attorney because he is the mouthpiece. He is the best of the best, I think. And Richard Jules, they went through the FBI thing and told him not to talk and he talked anyway. He even wanted a hair sample from the man. Come on. You want to come spend 25, get 25 pieces of hair out of his head, ripped it out of his head, and told me hey, we need this, we need that. No, you don't. Now you're just trying to make a mockery of this. Do you know how long they spent on this investigation with Richard Jules, claiming and thinking that he was the, really the centennial bomber? You know how many days they spent on this? Almost 90, almost 90 days. And you didn't even go and look for the real bomber. You didn't even go look for the real bomber because you thought Richard Jules was actually the one who did it. They spent 88 days on this thing. Investigating him, stalking him, looking over him, looking over his shoulder, acting like he did it. They spent 88 days on Richard Jules. Come on, people. And the real bomber was really still out there. You're probably thinking, well, Jordan, you're very passionate about this. You're very angry about this. Yeah, I'm angry about it. If they spent 88 days looking at me to think if I actually did it or not, come on. 88 days and you don't know if he's the, actually the bomber. That's 88 days you could have been looking for the real bomber. For the real survivors of this thing to get some truth for the people that lost their lives in the Centennial bombing. Tom Shaw should have been fired from the FBI if I were him. If I was his boss, I would have fired him on the spot. Because all they did was investigate Richard Jules and to see if he was really the Centennial bomber. And what changed it all was the interview that his mother gave, Bobby Jules gave to the, to the media? And if you haven't heard it, I encourage you to go and watch the interview. Not just the movie, but the real interview. Listen to the words that she said about her son, listen to the words that she said to the people, and to the lives, and to the victims. And I'm telling you right now, after she said that, um Kathy Struggs, the played the woman that played uh in the movie, uh, little Lily Wilder, they go to the the to the to the paper and said they wanted a retraction. It's your jewels and his attorney. And they did. They said they wanted a retraction, and they told him told her that you know she needed to look into this, and she just opened up her mouth. She opened up her mouth, and when richard Jules t- actually told her and looked her in the eye and told her she didn't he didn't do it, he couldn't have done it from the time the bombing went off to the time the payphone went to there, he couldn't have done it. He couldn't have done it, but again for eighty eight days, they investigated Richard Jules. A little while later, after about eighty after about eighty days, the FBI finally called him Richard Jules into the into the FBI headquarters, and he went down there, and they started asking him questions about it about the bombing. And I encourage you again to watch the movie. To me, it's one of the best films I've seen in a long time. There's some bits of good ones, but this one is is excellent. And I would spend two hours again watching this movie. But I encourage you, watch what Richard Jules says. He said to the FBI guys, after they asked their question, says, do you have any evidence? Do you have any case against me? Do you have any case? Do you have any evidence? And none of those three guys that were sitting there investigating Richard Jules could look him in the eye and tell him, No, we can't arrest you. We don't have any evidence. We don't have any proof. We don't have any witnesses that you actually did it. But again, you spent 88 days investigating him. On the 88th day, they brought a letter to Watson Bryan and to his attorney, and to Richard, saying that they were done investigating him and that he was not the Centennial Bomber. In 2005, they arrested They arrested Eric Rudolph for the bombing of Centennial Park in two thousand five. That's a very long time from nineteen ninety six to two thousand five. And you spent ninety days on this man because you thought he was the Centennial bomber and he really wasn't. His mama pleaded, Richard Jewels pleaded. And you people had no evidence, and you continued to go after him, and you continued to bash him, and you ruined this man's life. 2007 Richard Jules died of heart failure. A couple years before that, he found out who really the bomber was, and he knew he wasn't the bomber. He knew he wasn't the bomber. Eric Rudolph, if you haven't heard his confession to the Centennial bombing, the investigation on YouTube, I encourage you to go and check it out and look into it. But again, you people think, well, Jordan, why are you so passionate about this movie? Because it's based on a true story, and you spent 90 days on a man that you didn't even know if he actually did it or not? And you spent almost 90 days, and after he, his mama pleaded with you, and after he pleaded with you and said he really didn't do it, and he didn't actually do it, and then you investigated him, and you looked into him, but you swore up and down that he was the bomber. You swore up and down that he was the bomber, and he was the one that actually did it, and he really wasn't. He really wasn't. He really wasn't. So again this movie was a great movie. I give it a 10 out of 10. That's right. I just said it. I never I always said that I will never give a movie a 10 and I just did. Right here on the Jordan experience I did. But I encourage you guys check out Richard Jules came out in 2019. Promise you it was a great movie. Check it out. Richard Jules was not the bomber. Eric Rudolph was. Eric Rudolph was. So you guys, check out my podcast, wherever you listen to your po- podcasts, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Check out The Jordan Experience. Check it out. Leave a comment. Check out my Facebook page at The Jordan Experience or on Instagram at Jordan, the Jordan Experience underscore. Check out my Facebook, my Instagram. Tell me what you think of Richard Jules. Tell me what you thought of the movie. Tell me if you think I'm crazy or not about this movie. But from everybody here at the Jordan Experience, I am Jordan Tory, and we'll see you guys next week.